Welcome to PDPW's podcast. Here's Bill Baker. Welcome to the PDPW podcast, where this week, Hank Wagner joins us with a few tips in establishing a long and happy relationship. If you've heard Hank Wagner's podcast, you know that he values relationship. And Hank's longest, most important relationship is with his wife, Pam, as they celebrate 40 years of marriage. Listen as Hank explains the most important part of building a healthy, strong relationship. Well, welcome to another PDPW podcast. I'm excited to talk to you again today because you are important and valuable. Yes, I can't see you. I don't know who you are, but I know because every single human being is loaded with gifts, talents, and potential. Every single human being has hundreds or even thousands of lives attached to them. And yes, there's people that you're going to influence and you're going to impact that you're not even aware of. There's people that are depending on you growing those gifts and talents and becoming closer to all that you have the potential to be. So hopefully I can help you a little bit with that today. I've given a number of talks recently about relationships and communication. And I'm not surprised and yet I'm surprised at how people are hungry and interested in this topic. And I guess I'm not surprised because we're all people and relationships are important and communication is of course a key element in whether those relationships are successful or not. I'm also kind of surprised that people are um, really passionate, hungry to grow in this area right now. And I don't know if it's what we've gone through with COVID and we've kind of um, gotten closer to people and we've found out that it's people that are more important than things. But at any rate, I want to talk to you a little bit about relationships and communication. And many times I start out telling some ideas or some sharing some tools that people can use to improve communication or improve their relationships. And I get this feeling that they, they think I'm just a, a, an educator and I'm sharing information and I'm kind of telling them what they should do. And then I, I almost always back up and say, okay, let's let's take a little bit of a time out and, and I need to tell you a story or two. And I'm going to do that same thing here. When I talk about communications and relationships, I'm not talking about it from the standpoint of what I've learned in books. I'm talking about it from the standpoint what's been applied in my life or in my relationships. And I say that because people look at me, they look at our the marriage that Pam and I have, or our family, or our business, and they think, oh yeah, sure, they're the perfect family. There's nobody's, nobody's going to be like that. Well, I, I need to be transparent, open and honest. Open and honest. We, we do not have the perfect marriage. We do not have the perfect family. There is no such thing as a perfect marriage, a perfect family, or a perfect relationship. 
because there are no perfect people. So no matter who you are right now listening to this, I just want you to know it's okay if you have a challenge or a struggle and it, and it might be a, a small one or it might be a gigantic one that threatens your entire marriage, family, or business. You're not alone. You're not different than everybody else. We all have those challenges. What's different is some people are willing to do certain things to be able to press through those challenges and have something different on the other side. And I'm going to help you with that. But first, I need to, I need to share a little bit more transparency. You see, when, when somebody goes through something, when I say go, go through something, I mean go through a tough spot in life a test, a trial, a failure. And notice that I didn't say when they experience that. I said when they go through that. When you go through it and you learn something and you apply something, you make adjustments and you become better because of it, you go through it. You understand what that really low spot in life was like. You understand what it feels to have failure. And then you also understand what the opposite is. What success is like. And you become much more valuable because you went through that experience. You can give people hope. So I, I want to be able to do that and to do that, I need to be transparent and I need to tell you that I came from a tough family. We weren't that family that communicated with each other and we, we didn't have things in order. Yeah, we were still a great family. I had two wonderful, loving parents, still do, a brother and three sisters, and we all, for the most part, got along, but there was lots of things we didn't know or understand. And then I carried that into our marriage, and yes, I married the what I thought was the perfect woman. And she's not perfect because there are no perfect people. But I'm sure all of you who are married realize that that perfect person that you thought you married came with some baggage. And Pam had a great family. And they got along well, but there was some things she didn't know or realize and there's things the two of us didn't need didn't know or or realize that we needed to do to for each other so we had lots of conflict yes for those of you who don't know Pam and I celebrated 40 years of marriage this year and and we have a great marriage now but I can tell you for the first seven years, it was really rocky. Really, really rocky. And there were times when one of us would do something to get the other one angry and, and don't we know how to do that with the people who are close to us? And we'd get into a conflict and we would start fighting. And sometimes... It would get so bad that we would just choose to not talk to each other. 
and we farmed together. Both of us, we were farming with my dad, so it was really the three of us doing everything on the farm. Pam and I had our own little farm that we were milking some cows on for the first few years and traded labor with my dad for feed. So imagine how hard that can be to run and work in a business together when you're not speaking to each other. And there were times where we wouldn't speak to each other for two weeks. And it got to be so far out that we had done so much to to anger each other during that two-week period of time that we completely forgot about what started it all from in the beginning. Isn't that crazy? So when I talk about what you can do to improve your relationships, whether it be your marriage or your family or your business, I know what it's like on the dark side. I know what it's like to do things to intentionally cause harm to the other people in your relationship. And I like to think of that as flaming arrows. And it's one of the rules or boundaries in our relationship now. There's no flaming arrows allowed. And if you remember way back in in, uh, the early times when um, there was no weapons really to protect a, a city or a country, there were no planes, there were no tanks, there weren't guns, there weren't drones and all of the other stuff we have today. So in order for a, a city or a group of people to protect themselves, what they would do is they would build tall walls all the way around the city. And of course they'd have big giant gates that would be able to open to get in and out of the city. But they were always kept closed to protect them from the enemy. So the enemy would come, and what they would do is they would tie something flammable on the end of their arrows, because that's all they had was bow and arrow. And they would light that on fire, and they would shoot it over the top of the wall with the hope that it would land on something flammable and it would start on fire, which then hopefully, at least from their standpoint, from the enemy's standpoint, the entire city would start on fire, which would require them to open the doors to flee the fire, and that would also open it up for the enemy to come in and destroy them. Well, that's what flaming flaming arrows can do in a relationship. Flaming arrows are things that are intentionally said or done to hurt the other person. And that should be a boundary or a rule that you should never allow any flaming arrows in your relationship. That's extremely important. So as as I start then to, to go on and tell people about some things that we've learned, questions come up. And one of the questions that always comes up is how did you get from where you were back then not talking to each other for two weeks, throwing flaming arrows, intentionally trying to hurt each other. How did you get from that point to where you are now? And oh my gosh, that's kind of the question of the day. 
That's an extremely important question. Unfortunately, there's not just one thing that you can do to have that happen in your relationships. You can't go and and get a prescription filled. You can't even sit down with this important person or people and have a discussion and set some things in place or set some things into motion and then check it off. Your list is done and you automatically have a great relationship from that point going forward. doesn't work that way. So let me, let me tell you this. All great relationships require work and they require investment. Now that shouldn't surprise you because really doesn't anything great require work and investment whether it be investment of time, investment of energy, investment of knowledge or wisdom, or yes, sometimes investment of finances. And here's the deal. What you put into something is directly related to what you get out of it. We have farms in our neighborhood and in our area in 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 our state and, and i'm sure you can relate to this there's some farms that they go out and they plant seed but they don't choose very good seed and then they may not fertilize or control the weeds or do anything else to uh, protect or nourish those seeds that were planted. And then there's the opposite, where somebody goes out and and invests time and energy to figure out the best possible seed that they can plant into that soil. They prepare the seed bed to give it the best opportunity to sprout and to grow. And then they apply the necessary nutrients after testing and seeing what's needed. And they regularly scout and look for weeds or, or pests or anything else that's going to come and try to take away from the potential success of that seed. And then they receive a bountiful harvest. It's the same with relationships. If you want to have a really strong, successful relationship, then you're, you're going to have to invest some regular time, effort, energy, and yes, maybe even some finances. So our time's running out for this podcast. But I'm not going to leave you hanging. So over the next podcast or two, I'm going to give you a a few tools that you can use to hopefully help you jumpstart a much better, a much more rewarding relationship. Whether it's in your home as, as a marriage or as a family 
or as a family in a family business, or with coworkers, or in an organization, wherever it might be. I'm going to give you some tools to help you bring your relationships to a level you didn't think possible. Our thanks to leader, speaker, and fourth-generation dairy farmer Hank Wagner for being our guest on today's PDPW podcast. And a reminder, for more resources and other podcasts, head to pdpw.org. Thanks for listening, and have a great week.